Hey guys, have you heard about Anchor? It's the best place to start your podcast journey from. So, in case you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain and give give you give you guys more information about Anchor. It's free. There's a there's creation tools that allow you to record and and edit your podcast right from your phone or or computer. Anchor will d- distribute the podcast for you so that it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more such prominent platforms. We can we as podcasters can also make money from our podcast with minimum uh, listenership. You don't need to build a huge listener base to make money out of a podcast. And simply put, it's everything you need to make a podcast all in just one place or in one platform and most importantly i would urge everyone listening to cricket unplug to download the free anchor app or go to anchor.fm that is anchor a n c h o r .fm to get started on your podcasting journey thank you Hello, hello all. Welcome to uh, yet another episode of Cricket Unplugged. This is the second uh, episode where we have a guest on our show. So usually it's me and Suraj. But on this episode, we have a very special guest who is a childhood friend of mine. A very uh, pragmatic and uh, thoughtful approach to the sport. he brings up as whenever i have uh, interacted with him and uh, as of now it's actually uh, thrilling for me to have this conversation as he is in uh, united states of america so he is a bangalorean by heart but uh, he is working in uh, walmart labs in uh, usa as of now so without any further ado let's welcome Siri to the show. Hi, 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 Harry. How are you? Yeah, hey, Raghav. Thanks so much for the introduction. <laughs> that was <laughs> one of the nicest introductions I've heard about me. Oh, that's cool. So, so first of all, nice to have you on board cricket, uh, cricket unplugged. So it's uh, always uh, great to talk about the sport, I guess, and oh, yeah. uh, and more so with uh, somebody who I. personally feel has a very reasonable approach to any discussion or 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 topic so that's one of the main main reasons i am very curious to know your take on many things on the game from a personal angle and what shaped your fondness for the game and many thing else so i think let's get into it like uh, so i clearly remember when we are growing up as well like you were playing right you are playing cricket in uh, probably school or even college so yeah. so where did, so where did it all start for you like as in the love for the game and so as i uh, 
in my uh, episode with uh, Varun. So he used to go to coaching uh, academy and, and I joined him when I was in probably nine or ten year old. So the same coaching. So it was very easy for me. So I just had a bigger brother. So I just followed him. And that, that's how I started to play the game. And then I fell in love with the game. So what's your story? So everybody has their cricket story. So just curious to know what your, yours is. Oh, yeah. So uh, I think uh, uh, growing up in India, it's natural for uh, like every kid to pick up a button ball and start playing. So my dad and my cousin were uh, at home were big cricket fans. So I started playing with them and I started following the game with them as such. So uh, and you know, like I think the earliest memories of following cricket that I have are probably you know from the '99 World Cup. I think all of us who were mm-hmm. born in the early 90s. The first right. into cricket was probably around then. Yes. So, I mean, I have extremely vague memories um, from from there where, you know, I, I vaguely remember Sachin's 140, uh, like, against Kenya after he, he, he came back. Uh, wow. Like, I... <laughs> Uh, I remember the uh, Australia South Africa semi final. I for a, for a long time I thought that was the final. Uh, <laughs> okay. Yeah, but but uh, uh, these things aside, these were uh, like you know uh, significant things in the World Cup. There was there was one name from uh, you know uh, right through the World Cup that was so each time that we were watching uh, cricket. So when we were uh, 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 discussing who actually uh, was batting. The mm. one name that I heard almost all the time was Dravid. Okay, and it's it's oh. it's something uh, like uh, like a lot of people end up missing out on. He, he, mm. he was the highest scorer during the World Cup, and he, he he was the only one who scored more than 400 runs in in uh, in that World Cup. And yeah. Yeah. because mm. India went out in the pool stage, people never realized this. So right. for, for me, that was when, you know, uh, like I uh, started liking him as a player. And then when I heard, I hadn't heard about him at all. And then uh, mm. suddenly in that, that World Cup was when I heard. So it started off there. And then the following year, I think uh, after that, in uh, 2000, during like... Uh, um, uh, there was an ICC knockout series. I think that's the first series that I remember completely, mm-hmm. uh, like like having followed completely. Uh, yeah, so in uh, when, Kenya, right? Yes, in in Kenya. The yard against Australia. So like yeah, so yeah. so these players, you know, when when um, I, like I've always been someone who uh, supports the underdog, and so it's like when. When when new players actually come to the fore, uh, like it's it, like I feel like I have followed them right since they started off, and uh, mm-hmm. that that bond ends up developing because of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I come. And then, mm-hmm. and then after that, the two thousand one australia series happened and like there you know uh, i think that was the turning point for a lot of indian cricket fans 
for me the adudasan match fixing scandal had not affected me as much because i did not know enough about the game at that point but mm-hmm. for a lot of people i mean i later found out that for a lot of people uh like that had like yeah. that had moved them away from cricket itself yes 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 same game same with me when i heard many people move out of the game and then uh, actually question the actually the i would say how moral or ethical the sport is where you can just sell yourself for money and you can put your greed over the nation so i read many things of course i don't remember as such as you said when the tournament was when the incident happened the only thing i clearly remember was uh, hansi kronier's passing away the chopper oh, yeah. crash and so that Yeah, that stays in my mind even now. But what followed later on with Azharuddin, Jadeja, Sareem Malik, and many other players getting banned. I think when Hushal Gibbs also was banned for a year. So yeah. like yeah, it was pretty dark time. And actually, that's where I to kind of would say ironically, that's the thing that particular incident followed by Saro Ganguly taking over. re that sort of ignited the flame uh, within me i think personally because i wanted to see what this uh, country which prides itself on cricket and almost every family talks about sport how will they bounce back so that was going through my mind even when i was pretty young when these things happened so that's where my fascination with indian cricket came in actually i am not a big fan of indian indian uh, team as such generally speaking but mm. that is ganguly era was something else because they were completely written off by the world so it was like a doomsday kind of situation and ganguly just bought in what kohli is uh, imbibing i guess very well now aggression self belief confidence exuberance yeah. you, you name it you can add lot of adjectives at ganguly bought it to the to the indian team so that is a i completely agree with you it was a big turning point in both ways many left the sport many left following the sport for me it was a completely other way around so it's a big thing so yeah like so but then i want to now that you are in uh, USA and you can't follow live games because of the time uh, lag and time time difference actually not time lag as such. So, but how important is the game to you now? Like, what's the significance being a NRA sort of a person now? Like, so now that you're pretty much working there in US, and so this is something which I have heard a lot of from my cousin, like my uncles in the USA. So they are like they. actually request me to continue what i do that is right because they feel that they are in touch with the sport at least through my 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 articles i find that pretty gratifying and humbling actually in a way because they can as well go to crickinfo and get the latest news but they are looking up to me in many ways in a way to stay in touch with the game and they say they are take it as far as saying that this keeps them in sync with the country so that's pretty big 
so is it as big as that for you or is it like a just a extension of what you were earlier just you are in a different location kind of thing or what is your take on this this particular angle asses yeah for sure so i mean firstly i do enjoy your um, reading your articles too so please keep them up now uh, getting to uh, following the game yeah it's i mean i, I like i like i understood why following like you know why the us has its own set of sports so not just cricket most other mm. sports uh, that are played uh, around the world are difficult to f- follow here because uh, of the uh, time zone issues so uh, i mean sitting here it's it's difficult to catch game uh, uh, catch games live like maybe the like australia New Zealand and, and like and of course West Indies are things like you know a series played here are things that you can follow. Everything else you could maybe you know manage to get in an hour or two of some session or something like that. So mm-hmm. in 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 general it's not as uh, as easy. Mm-hmm. So uh, one thing that has changed significantly is that you know I don't follow IPL as much because for that I need like. Uh, I need to get up, you know, much earlier. And then, like, matches started six thirty types in the morning. Uh, yeah. I might manage to get the last ten overs the second innings or so. But that's yeah. Uh, but I do. I like. I do. I do make sure that I follow on uh, scorecards and highlights and stuff like that. This mm. uh, specific series that's going on right now has has been mm. really fun to watch. I mean. I like uh, I, I probably can watch the last session before I start work uh, every day but that's still uh, fun to watch because cricketing action yeah. of the time exactly so it's a mix of many things like cricket post the uh, uh, three month lockdown and actually test cricket in itself with all its various uh, you know nuances and all the ups and downs you see and all the drama surrounding the game where you have a stuart broad being dropped from the first game and then yeah. how he comes back with a 10-4 and now we uh, entered into a very illustrious group of bo- ballers into the 500 yeah, cricket club so there's a lot lot of things happening in just one one series and of course the of course i 100% sure the people who are deprived of cricket followed this series very eagerly but once probably the ipl starts september which is i think it is going to happen is what i have i have been i have been reading once that happens i think any other test cricket sadly would get uh, pretty poor trps and all that so sad it's pretty sad but at least i think i am personally enjoying the fact that test cricket is back back of the map tape no because there's no other live cricket happening so yeah for sure that's yeah, that's a great thing from a personal sense but then so you you mentioned that you stop following the ipl so is it a conscious decision that you didn't like the tournament like for me i don't necessarily watch most of the games to be frank as a cricket analyst it's a very uh, 
lucrative period as he can write one two articles a day almost and he get much more money than what a freelancer would get on normal days uh, when there is no uh, ipl going on but apart from that i am not someone who is very keenly following the games or i don't care who wins type just for the fun of course it's good fun but this one no like is it just because there's too much too many too many games happening or is the format uh, put off or is is it only the time like as you mentioned earlier i get up much earlier so that causes this uh, lack of interest i just wanted to know like why because there is ipl is so huge here and i'm sure even in us and any country where where there are lot of indians overseas i think the only tournament they watch probably would be the ipl so it's actually a very contrary point of view you have here so why is that so why is the yeah that's an interesting question you already brought up so um for me i think initially when the ipl came up i was extremely excited um you know i was looking forward to all of what uh, uh was uh, like up ahead because india just won the t20 world cup and now we had another t20 tournament itself so mm-hmm. the first few seasons was really exciting uh, you know when i look back the uh, the second season was probably my favorite one because of uh, like uh, uh, you know the uh, average like you you had a lot of 130 140 scores that were actually successfully defended yeah. so right right so uh, that like so initially uh, it was really exciting but uh, slowly as time went by there were multiple reasons why uh, i started losing interest in ipl and uh, moving to the us was something that uh, like uh, like the fact that it it's become difficult to follow in the us mm. and uh, like um, Uh, has made me put even lesser effort to actually watch ipl matches as such so mm-hmm. yeah so i mean one big reason that i see is that um, uh, every 3 years uh, you have a, like like a fresh team right so the bond that you form with the players yeah. as such uh, when you're supporting a team uh, is 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 just uh, like so now they've moved to another team and now uh, like when you are rooting for your team uh, you end up going against players that uh, yeah. you have liked in the past so that's something and some uh, things like uh, so there was the spot fixing scandal and there was there's been a lot of things uh, about the ipl that are questionable so all of these things right doubts to your head and apart from that uh growing up i think this is a, this is slightly old school thinking uh, growing up we've always seen international cricket and um uh, uh, like um even though other sports the uh, like uh, in football and all that the leagues are more famous than international uh, yes. matches in cricket it's always been international cricket right so now two full months of the year you have um like uh, uh, 
league as such it's not something that is very easy for me to uh, uh, like like accept as a fan where two months of international cricket has been replaced by uh, uh, like uh, yeah. a league as such. yeah so i think i could add to that by saying that two probably three three specific reasons why i don't find it that attractive although i follow games yeah. uh, even now and i am i would be following the, this ipl as well so but why i kind of mood away was one was i don't support a team just because they are in the same city so i have never supported rcb and i don't think there's any valid reason to support them as well the way, the way they played in this in the glorious history of ipl so far so apart from the colleagues and the fans so but i was yeah that's why i bought up rcb in the specific to be specific but generally i like you said when you have players like you have grown up and you are really fond of and they are part of a team because i remember i was a kings 11 fan in 2008 9 10 because i they they had uv irfan patan harbhajan singh bretley mahila jayawardene and kumar kumar sankar these are my probably in the top 20 30 players of all time so probably maybe not in test matches and not format wise generally i would say so you have all of them playing in one team like you say you just uh, probably gravitate towards that team so i was supporting kings in punjab even in the final of the two after 2000 sorry the semi final of 2008 game i actually missed that one missed that game but i was completely into the tournament for probably first three years actually not even first two years and where it slipped away was when there was ipl three days after india winning the 2011 uh, 50 over world cup like it was exhausting oh yeah that's sure. not, not a term which i we we can say as cricket fans but we are we are ourselves exhausted because he had such a long tournament where india played so well and they won the tournament and then literally you blink your eye type and then you have a, a tournament starting starting okay. up so starting it's, up. it's too much of thing and one more reason was a scandal so you start losing faith in the tournament as it is anyway it is meant to be entertainment so that should be glamour and all the cheer girls and all the star movie stars so that's fine that adds a good fun fun angle to it but once it gets it bought back a bit of the 2000 that uh, bad face of indian cricket that kind of memories came up in my mind once we got to know that uh, chennai super kings and tarasan uh, royals are banned mm-hmm. banned for two years so that kind of took me away from ipl on on a personal front and i am saying this again that i am i watched the ipl as a cricket analyst purely no not as a fan so just to write about it i watch the games so it is clearly there's no and as as i said one player plays for one team and then he like i was supporting uh, irfan patan so wherever he moved i used to support that team so mm-hmm. varun has this point of saying that you choose a team don't look 
Oh yeah. Like I share the same views as, as Arun. <laughs>